What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Edwards, the podcast, a puncher's chance edition. Once again, with my boy, Dennis Ramirez. What's up, Dennis? Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Thanks for having me, Ed. It's been a minute. Um, you know, it's always good to chop up some some new boxing material with you. So glad that, uh, glad that you invited me on again. Yeah, bro. We have a, a, a pretty decent week of boxing uh, this week. Um, and just to let everybody know, I did bring the studio outside, if you can call it a studio. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt like smoking a cigar and having a drink, so I'm out here chilling. That's right. Um, Cheers, bro. Cheers. Salud, salud. But <laughs> yeah, man, like I was saying, uh, a decent uh, weekend. I guess it's a, a big weekend whenever Ryan Garcia is fighting, even people that don't like him. He's a real popular dude. Uh, a lot of people follow him, especially on social media. So I, I guess you can consider it a big week. I do. I, I think I, I agree with you, Ed. I mean, I think when Ryan Garcia um, uh, fights, no matter who he's fighting, it, he's going to get the views, just like social media. Um, he's the uh, the new era of boxing, which is uh, there's there's going to be some influencers out there, um, mm-hmm. you know, and he's he's definitely one of them. And uh, all eyes on him because we're you know us that are uh, have been boxing have been watching boxing for a while now. We're ready to see him break out of his uh, golden boy shell and, and see if he can actually deliver us a, a really good championship fight. So, um, so yeah, the kid, the kid has a lot to prove in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll get back into it with Ryan in a little bit. I hate to jump around, but I want to start with Friday, bro. Uh, because there is some boxing on ESPN, uh, top rank on ESPN and it's, um, Arnold Barbosa. Um, most of you guys will remember him. He's the one that pretty much retired Mike Alvarado about, about two years ago. And uh, he's also an up-and-comer, but I think he's right there on the fringe, man, of getting a title shot. And he's going up against uh, Daniel Sorria. I don't really know much about his opponent. Um, I don't know if you remember Arnold at all, bro. You know, it sounds familiar, bro. Um, I know that there was somebody that put a stop to Mike Alvarado, so I'm assuming that's that's the same guy you're talking about. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think uh, that fight was uh, in, in L.A. I may be wrong, but... Um, at some point, he came out with the Laker-colored trunks, bro. They were white, and uh, and because he's from around the Los Angeles area as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he he was a well-known uh, football player, but he chose to go the uh, the boxing path right after high school. So, uh, yeah, he's he's definitely really good. He he hasn't really been a knockout dude coming up, but ever since the Mike Alvarado thing, he's kind of found some power there. So definitely something to watch, especially on a Friday. Um, and can you uh, can you remind us a bit, Ed, Edward, about uh, the uh, the way he stopped Mike Alvarado? Because I it, I I'm losing it. I don't remember him if he stopped him or what he exactly. How did he beat Mike Alvarado? I, I don't remember if it was a straight knockout, bro, or or, or if they stopped the fight. But okay. uh, he, he okay. totally dominated, bro. Okay. Uh, Mike was on his way back, uh, and he had a couple of wins here there coming before this fight. Uh, nothing big, but, uh, you know, he was on a, on a good little comeback trail. But um, I guess he per- kind of served as, a, what, what do you call it, the uh, the gatekeeper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, man, uh, Barbosa's had a few fights after that. And uh, I don't know if it's a pandemic or whatever, but uh, it kind of slowed him down as, fight- as, mu- as, as far as, like, uh, finding big names to fight. Especially okay. at 140, you know. Again, top rank does have some 140 fighters, great fighters. So... Yeah, man, but uh, we'll definitely see. 
hopefully you can check it out, bro, and we'll talk about it because uh, I want to. I want to definitely see what you think about him and how you think he'll uh, he'll go, he'll match up against the 140 pound division. You know the thing about top rank fights. Um, a lot of the names may not be household names, but I I'm most mostly all the time that I I tune into a top rank card, I see really really good matchups. Um, mm-hmm. And especially Friday nights. I mean, there's. I mean, we all love Saturday night fights, but there's just something good about Fridays. It kind of feels like it's just like you're getting a bonus, you know. And and yeah, remember when they used to do ESPN Friday night fights? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I used to love that, you know. Um, so yeah. I'm definitely gonna tune in this Friday, and especially the that it's a top rank. I wonder if um, I wonder what they're gonna be pushing. You know, maybe you think we'll see a sign of Lomachenko in the crowd or something like that. I really don't know his situation as far as the Ukraine stuff, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he's back or not, but um, I think um, they're they're definitely gonna gonna mention Barbosa maybe fighting the winner of uh, Jose Ramirez and um, Chon Cepeda since since they're gonna fight, and of course uh, Josh Taylor is still in the division. Okay, so okay. so so that's probably the route. You know, they have they have the top one hundred and forty pound fighters, and also Teofimo Lopez is coming up to one forty, so. That's probably going to be the vibe on Friday. And I know they just have, have, uh, announced a fight for Teofimo as well, mm-hmm. a, a comeback fight. So, so yeah, yeah I, think, uh, I think this is a great way to, to start promoting some of those uh, names we haven't heard of for a while. Yeah, man. And, and if uh, Barbosa comes out victorious and, uh, and uh, Lopez looks good against uh, whoever he's fighting, you know, that, that, uh, that's a good little fight right there, bro. I don't know. I don't know if, if, Nah, fuck it. I think <laughs> just do it, right? I was gonna say I don't know if Teofimo wants wants that tough of an opponent yet, but eh, I'm tired of dancing around. Let's do it, man. Let's just do it. <laughs> I think I think Teofimo, man, he needs he needs uh to get his fan base back. You know, it's kind of yeah. He's he he's he's kind of doing what Canelo's gonna try to do in September. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, coming off of a loss uh, that it was really really unexpected. You want to have a really good knockout win and uh, or a TKO win because as we all know your your fan base only likes you as much as as good as your last fight was yeah you know? exactly. so so with the Ofimo and these guys there yeah he's he's better off you know doing this tune-up fight that they're gonna do but you gotta you gotta look at these guys like Barboza and them and and get in the ring with them and and get your name back out there man because you know we we didn't expect you to lose that way, so you gotta, yeah, you gotta yeah. get back out there. <laughs> yeah, and it's been a while, but as as um as that fight comes closer, we'll definitely talk more about that. Um, but transitioning back to Ryan Garcia, you know, we were talking about um, and if you really think about it, you know, we're we're just uh, you mentioned how he's so big in the social media, and you know, he'll be trending and all of that. Um, and all the numbers for him will be up on Saturday, so I'm pretty sure that had to do with top rank keeping their card on, on a Friday instead of Saturday and going uh head up with that. You know what definitely, I mean? Definitely, definitely. I think yeah. uh Ryan Garcia has uh has become a a household name uh quite quite uh rapidly in my opinion. Um you know I um I, I have you know I, you know you know it I got three three uh three sons mm-hmm. um you know young young adults from eighteen uh eighteen twenty and twenty two and, and they don't really watch uh, boxing like I do, um, but they know who Ryan Garcia is. So this, you know, this this guy has uh, not only um, captured the attention of us old timers, you know, in our forties mm-hmm. and, and and all that, but also yeah. the uh, 
also the teens and the twenties and and all the all the new generations. So it's definitely all eyes on him. Yeah, bro, definitely for a uh, uh, for a while there, uh, a couple years ago, even my daughter, she was like. Um, hey, when is Ryan Garcia fighting? I'm like, what? Since when do you follow? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, make sure we watch his fight. I was like, okay, so, but yeah, but um, same thing with Teofimo. You know, Teofimo maybe lost some fan base because of the loss. Uh, Ryan Garcia still undefeated, right? He's um, still undefeated, yeah. Uh, but he, I don't really want to get into his personal business, but I'll just use. <laughs> My daughter is an example. After the drama he went with with his uh, baby mama or whatever, my daughter kind of tuned out. You know what I mean? She kind of uh-huh. lost. She kind of lost that interest in following him and stuff like that. So he's definitely. I mean, I don't know if he's ever going to get that back. You know, that teeny bopper type buyback. Uh-huh. Um, at this point, I don't even think he wants it. You know, I think he just hopefully focused on on on, on fighting and looking good in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, I think for if anything, the promoters, the promoters, uh, you know, because if we think back at if we think back like, say, three, four years ago or maybe five years ago, I mean, boxing was in a slump, you know, um, as far as even ESPN talking about it and, and the news sharing about it. And I feel like there's a sh- there's been a shift now in uh, the, the attention for boxing because of guys like Ryan Garcia, who who took the social media platform and, you know, used it to build their fan base. And, and as a promoter, I mean, you can only imagine, you know, they're, they're, um, they're selling a classic sport, but they're trying to dive into that new market. Uh, yeah. So somebody like a Ryan Garcia, who essentially is the new Oscar de la Hoya, right? Um, yeah, it's, it's perfect for that model of, of the, the new way of marketing your business, which is, you know, views and, and shares and, and all that stuff. And I think Golden Boy kind of, you know, they, they hit the, the the golden ticket on that um, with him. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm, I'm curious on, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the transition between, uh, I know we've already seen him fight once uh, with, the, with his new trainer. Um, uh, I forget his name, Ed. Um, uh, new... Joe Goosen. Joe Goosen. Uh, we've seen him fight once with, with under Joe Goosen, transitioning from Eddie Reynoso. Um, before before we get into Saturday's fight, I want to hear your opinion on what you've seen different uh, from that the trainer's perspective of Ryan coming off of the Reynoso camp to the Goosen camp. Did you see anything different from him? Uh, honestly, bro, I don't remember much about his last fight. To be to be very honest, but. Uh... What 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 scares me is, I guess I guess there's two sides to every story, but you know I, I don't know how much attention Reynoso was actually paying to him, mm-hmm. um, with all the fighters that he's got, especially having the 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 best fighter right now or the most known, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, also I don't know if uh, if Ryan Garcia just wanted to change because he doesn't want to have the demanding training schedule because you know canelo's in there 24 7 pretty much 165 or 365 whatever mm-hmm. um and with joe goosen i don't know if he'll kind of loosen the ropes a little bit you know what i mean and kind of i just don't want him to go think that he can train himself think that he can diet him for uh, yeah. his nutrition and all of that stuff that's what i'm scared of but i want the- him to go ahead but 
No, and I no, and I'm just gonna. I'm just. I just wanted to, uh, you know, intervene a bit about like uh, about the, you know, what what you're seeing as like a precaution, right? Because, I, and on my point of view too, I also think about the um, the 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 mental stress that made him uh, take that leave of absence, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I just hope that that uh, you know, because boxing, as we all know, of course, it's physical, but I would say eighty percent of it is mental, and. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you know he's going up in caliber of opponents, I just hope he's under the right camp to not only keep him physically disciplined but mentally strong as well. Yeah, bro, I totally agree with that. Um, and it's it's funny because well, it's not funny, but I guess for the last year, the few podcasts that we've done is like uh, the few episodes that we've done, we always bring out the the mental aspect now. Yeah, more than more true. than more than before, you know. Yeah, and some of these dudes, they're still young, man. They still need to mature. They still, you know, need to prioritize stuff. Um, and that brings me to another thing. We've been talking so much about Ryan. Um, I don't know if you know, but me and him are on a first name basis, bro. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking so much about your boy, your boy, your boy Ryan. Huh? <laughs> yeah, my boy, my boy King Rye, bro. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but. <laughs> Uh, he's he's not in too soft there, bro. I mean, Javier Fortuna. I've even seen him fight live, bro, and, and he's no joke. You know, he's 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 been knocked down. He's he's had his losses, but uh, he's he's no joke, bro. You know, he's not. Um, I I I I am I'm impressed with um with Ryan taking this fight. However, I you know I I do think that it, it was a very um, strategic selection. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for him because, I mean the guy the guy knows how to build a pipe right immediately after, uh, Tank Davis knocked out Rolly Romero, Ryan got on Twitter and he started saying I want Tank I want Tank, and I think most of us know that he's not ready for somebody like a Tank, you know, mm-hmm. um, but he's already began to promote himself as a possible opponent for Tank Davis, you know, in, in the future. So yeah. uh, I, it's just kind of, it's, it's, it's genius to see the way he, he promotes himself on social media and, and he gets people to watch these kind of fights, you know, because I've talked to other people and I'm like, oh, hey, you know, uh, Ryan's fighting, Ryan Garcia. My, my friend Eddie's uh, friend, Ryan, is fighting, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is fighting uh, Ryan, uh, you know, he's fighting Javier Fortuna, who's not a, who's not a, a slouch, right? He's, he's, yeah. he's, he's, uh, he's going to put Ryan to work. And every, most of the people that, are, that I talk to who are casual boxing fans, they're like, oh, I never heard of that guy. So he's probably going to knock him out, you know? And, yeah. and it's just interesting to see that reaction, you know, because, you and I know, like Javier Fortuna is not a—he's not a slouch, man. He's—he's going to bring it to Ryan. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, this is the the type of fight that we can uh, give props to Fortuna as much as we want. But they both have power. They've both been down. They both have somewhat of a questionable chin. When when I saw Fortuna live, bro, the local dude here from from Juarez, um, he was kind of a journeyman at that point. He ended up getting some title shots after, but he he was. Working them to the body, dude, and the facial expressions from Fortuna, bro. You know, like that facial expression where he looks like he needs to take a shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I was watching that. I was watching that from ringside, bro. So I mean, you know, this you, fight felt, could, you felt the pain, bro. I, I felt, I felt it for him. But <laughs> what I'm getting to is like, you know, we can build them up or whatever, but it could also end just like that. Yeah. 
So, yeah. you know, hopefully people don't get turned off. Um, don't expect Ryan to win quick or easy. And then it goes uh, full, it goes the distance, and they're like, oh, well, you know, this guy's not not the same, or he never was the dude. I think this this fight can be a two-rounder to a, if it's a 12-rounder, a 12-rounder. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of it's kind of up in the air, if you ask me. I agree. I think, um, you know, based off of Ryan Garcia's last performance, uh, he, I, I, for, I forgot the guy he, he even fought, bro, because it was somebody that literally, you know, uh, was picked out of nowhere you know um yeah uh and it was a, a, a classic tune-up fight for him but this guy took with ryan 12 rounds you know he took ryan 12 rounds uh he didn't want to engage with ryan however he didn't get knocked out by ryan you know yeah. so i think ryan was trying so hard to to come back strong and 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 give his fans what they came to see but he just couldn't you know mm -hmm. and and uh i think that that Javier Fortuna is the type of fighter that could make you look, uh, I don't want to say mediocre, but he could kind of take your flash away if, you, if you're not ready for him. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but just like you mentioned, that, that last, last opponent kind of fell back. I, I do see Fortuna, and I want to clarify, when I said this is up in the air, it's not, 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 the, not, the, not who's going to win. I, I not think Garcia is going to win, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying the distance of the fight. Yeah, um, but if if Garcia does touch him to the body, dude, I do see uh, Fortuna kind of falling back and and trying to survive. Um, but you know, one of the things that I have here on my notes, bro, it, it, this is a little power versus power thing, bro. You know, Fortuna, he he's got some power and he's fast. Or maybe because I saw him live and mm -hmm. maybe you know I was so close, I got lucky that they sat me ringside. I didn't even buy ringside <laughs> seats, bro. And uh, was it Jatan? Was it Jatan that you know Ryan Garcia? Is that why they? I think I think Ryan Garcia was like seven years old at the time. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, a couple of things to look for in, in this fight. Like I said, it's power versus power. So um, maybe it might come down to who's the better boxer. Which which I'll put uh, Garcia, even though he has some defensive flaws. I think uh, he he he's the better boxer, and then who's got the the better chin as well. Mm -hmm. So one one observation from from what I've seen recently with Fortuna mm -hmm. is um in, and I I was watching the other day when he fought uh Jojo Diaz jo Joseph Jojo Diaz. Mm -hmm. um, which Joseph beat him uh, by unanimous decision. Um, he leans in. He leans in quite a bit. Um, so I I feel like he's if if he fights that same way against Ryan, he's gonna be the perfect target for those quick hands of Ryan. Yeah. Um, so like you said, it could either be a, a two round, you know, or 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 a, or a twelve round. Right. Mm -hmm. It's all gonna depend on how he absorbs Ryan's power because I know Ryan wants to come out and he wants to stop this guy. I mean, he's going to want to knock his head off right away. But yeah. if, if, if Fortuna is, is there to, to, you know, take him the distance, then that's where we're going to see how powerful is Ryan Garcia. Yeah. I think one of the things we're going to see and what I'm looking forward to, bro, is they're both fast. They're both above, above average speed wise with the hands mm -hmm. and if we get four or five of those exchanges bro in the six seven rounds that this fight might last it's gonna be pretty exciting dude I, um i don't know i don't want to call it 
but I wouldn't be surprised if, if they both hit the deck at one point, bro. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and this is if Fortuna comes out at his best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if he doesn't come out at his best, then we'll, we'll see it early. He, he just he's going to get touched. He's going to feel it and he's not going to want to engage. But but if for some reason he comes out with confidence and, you know, they they, they exchange in the middle of the ring or whatever, I think it, it's going to be exciting in, in spots. And you know, Ed, I remember too that this fight was actually called before he took, uh, before Ryan Garcia took the, the uh, the layoff. You know, um, I yeah. remember that it was postponed because of, of uh, the problems he was having with his mental health. So, you know that that like we've said it before, that always has a factor to play in. You know, uh, yeah, what's in this guy's mind on fight night? You mm-hmm. know, um, why did he take that break? Was it because he wasn't ready for somebody like Fortuna? Uh, who knows? You know, I mean, I think this is what makes Saturday night so exciting because the 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 jury's still out on Ryan Garcia. I think you know we we've all we've seen him fall once, which was very really uh, unexpected. Um, and I I mean I remember watching that fight and I was like, wow, are we going to see an upset? You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. he hit the deck hard, bro. I mean. Yeah. He he was stunned, you know, uh, but he came back like a champ and he won. Uh, but, you know, that that kind of woke him up like, hey, like this guy's out here who could pop. And and, yeah. and I got to be careful. And I got to, you know, just lay off the Twitter for a while and, and, <laughs> and, get, <laughs> and get in the gym. more. Yeah. <laughs> One thing you know? I do want to mention, bro, before we get into the predictions for this is um you kind of triggered my, my thoughts a little bit when uh, when you mentioned uh, Tank Davis. Um, so I, I don't know if Fortuna's still with PBC, bro, but but he most of his uh, last ten fights I would say were with PBC. So that that's that's a good little you know crossover that that might lead to something as far as Tank. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If you if you start doing a little business with them little by little, it might lead to something. So um, maybe it's all in the plans. Maybe it's all in the script. You know, call call each other out or whatever. Call each other a bitch or whatever. And then, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna well, toss. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, you know they're gonna marinate this for a while. If it ends up being, uh, if 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 Ryan and Ryan uh, Garcia versus Tank Davis ends up being the next De La Hoya versus Mayweather. Um, they're gonna marinate this for another two, three years, bro. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens also with uh, with Tank and Mayweather if he ends up leaving them or not. Because I think before Garcia gets his hands on on Tank, he, Mayweather's gonna make him go through Roly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting that you say that because you know I I, I know that that's kind of the the uh, the, the the fame that Roly had. Um, it was the the classic you know sparring session he had with Ryan where he 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 banged up Ryan really good in, in sparring. So um, uh, that might be another interesting fight. It might be another interesting fight. Yeah, bro. And I mean, it, I mean, it's it's free money both ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. Before, like, if you wait on the Tank Davis fight till later in the year, and and you fight somebody like Roly, I mean, Roly's gonna run his mouth. It's gonna sell. So. Oh yeah, you know, it's like putting some money in your pocket before you get the huge check. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And it's a little bonus. <laughs> yeah, if you buy, yeah. if you fight tank now and you lose, you might not get that money after. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you ready for predictions, bro? I think this one's kind yeah. of hard to pick the exact round. I think we both know 
who we're gonna pick to to win, right? Uh bro, I'm about to uh surprise you, bro. Nah, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no. don't, don't, don't do my boy like that, bro. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'll call him yeah. right now, bro. Hey, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> stop recording right now. <laughs> let, me, let me see if I can get him to join, bro. Hold on. <laughs> there you go. Right. Uh yeah, I'll go first. I'll go first. Um so, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I, um, after uh, some observation of Fortuna, um, I agree. He's, uh, he's, he's always come to fight. However, I think, um, I think he's a little bit past what, what you and I, or, or especially, Ed, if you've seen something when Ryan Garcia was seven years old, I mean, that was a while <laughs> ago, man. So I think uh, he's still respectable. Of course, he's not a, he's, it's not going to be... Uh, an easy fight, but I do see that he he leans he leans in quite a bit, and I think that um, it's gonna be uh, uh, one of those uh, check hooks that Ryan throws um, that's gonna drop him, and and I I see this you know ending anywhere from round four to round six uh, with the with the knockout for Ryan Garcia. Okay. Um, yeah, bro, I'm going to go with the, the same thing with the left hook, but I'm going to go with the body shot. Nice. And, and uh, I'm going to I'm gonna call it, I guess I, I kind of mentioned sixth or seventh round earlier, so I'll go with the, the later one. I'll go with the seventh round, uh, nice. and we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but, yeah, definitely, I think Garcia should, should come, come out victorious in this one. Hopefully, we get, like I said, some spots where there's some good exchanges, you uh, and, you know, Garcia gets tested a little bit, but I think uh, if he focuses on the body a little bit or even sets something up to the body, that's that's going to be the key. Ed, have you seen anything in, uh, interesting on the undercard? Uh, just the name that uh, that I've seen, bro, Alexis Rocha, bro. Um, okay. And I'm not going to sit here and act like I know everything about this dude. I've seen him in, 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 a, in a fight or two, and he's been on Golden Boy undercards. He's going against Samuel Cote. Um, so we'll see, man. I think it's definitely worth worth the watch uh, because it's it's a name that's already you know kind of triggering me. Like uh, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's familiar. So so why not? We'll see if we keep following this dude or or we put him on the on the The side. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) there you go. Yeah, bro. Uh, And as far as for Friday undercard, I mean it's top rank, so it's gonna be prospects. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And. Yeah, we'll see how that goes, man. That good thing that we get a uh, boxing on both Friday and Saturday this week. Um, jumping into a little bit of news, bro. Before we head out, um, so earlier in the week, I want to say, yeah, earlier this week, uh, the WBA ordered uh, Dimitri Bivol to fight a uh, Surdo Ramirez for for uh, obviously the 175 pound uh, WBA title within the next few months. Um, not not really getting into the fight itself, bro, because it, it's not it's not made. Uh, what, what what do you think about that? I think uh, I think it's a good fight for Bivol. Um, I don't know if it's a good fight for Surdo. Um, just you know, I'll be honest with you, man. I I'm, I I know you're 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 pretty big on Surdo, but I I've never really been impressed by him. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like. You know somebody that is, can outwork him well on on you know outwork him and and I think that's what that's what Bivol's gonna do. Um, I just think he could outwork him just with a with a strong jab. Um, so I'm I'm excited to see it because you know Surdo's got the heart 
but I just think that this is uh, it's going to play into Bivol's, uh, uh, you know, his game plan, similar to what he did to Canelo. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, without getting into too much strategy and into the fight itself, mm-hmm. um, I mean, Surdo might be taller and maybe a little bit bigger than Bivol. Um, but Bivol definitely has got the speed and the, the boxing IQ. Um, I think the the thing that might help Surdo, I don't know what the last time that Bivol fought a, a, a lefty. So, mm-hmm. so, so that's something to throw in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, just yesterday... The uh, camp for Bivol, or uh, I guess it's Eddie Hearn, actually requested an exemption, bro, that for them to fight some some dude from over there in England before they actually fight Surdo. I don't know what the reason is. Um, I don't know if Surdo would get paid a step-aside fee. I don't know what the deal is, so... So do you think, do you think, Ed, do you think that has anything to do with the, with the path that Canelo's taking? Because... I think- if- I think it might um, just because maybe if, if they see Surdo as some sort of a threat, mm-hmm. um, then they want an, an easier fight so they can still be guaranteed that Canelo fight in December if, if Canelo beats Triple G. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that, that's one thing. Another thing is Surdo to us is a big name or somewhat of a big name, but to you know the rest of the world where the zone you know per, pretty much is worldwide. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably, I hate to say it, but he's probably just another guy, you know, especially without a title. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so why why are you going to risk, you know what I mean, if if you can get the WBA to to uh, grant you that uh, exemption? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely a business play on Eddie Hearn's side. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that he has uh, the guy who just beat Canelo, I mean, that's, that's gold, man. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, he's hoping that Canelo uh, walks through Triple G and he can sell a big rematch, you know, because that's that's just money. And, and Canelo's the type that he's going to try to avenge that loss. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, and yeah, I think uh, I think that uh, that that may be behind the exemption of 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 them not wanting to, to take a risk with with Zulu. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that's a lot of guaranteed money right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but exactly. I'm, I'm pretty sure you got to keep all the titles, and of course, that if you take an L in between, that that fight might not might not happen anymore. Exactly. <clears throat> so yeah, we'll definitely see what what happens with that. Um, and lastly, bro, um, I'm gonna throw a, a, a name out there for you. Uh, recently retired, and uh, you let me know uh, what you thought about his career. At the beginning, at the middle, and at the end, bro. Because I think there was really been three different stories to this dude. <laughs> um, but uh, Mikey Garcia, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, um, you know, for me, it, it was. He's one of those. Uh, it's almost like you had a Lamborghini parked in the garage, and you only took it out on the weekends. And then uh, that Lamborghini, you know, maybe it got older. And then you like it doesn't have its flash anymore, so you don't want to take it out no more. Yeah, uh, you know, like I, 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 I honestly, man, I'm I'm disappointed because, um, not that he retired now, I just feel like he had so much potential when he was up and coming. Um, and I know that there's a lot of business, uh, you know, stuff in the background with him, but like for example, when he fought Spence, I didn't, I never thought that he had to do that. I thought, um, for him to move up, I know he he was trying to 
to to you know unify or I think he was trying to get another belt in another division. I forgot the the, the story behind it, but I didn't think he belonged in the ring with Earl Spence. Um, I thought I thought he had so many other potential great fights that could really let him shine. Uh, you know, when 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 I would watch Mikey Garcia, man, it was like watching uh, a master at his craft. You know, yeah. he 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 wasn't a flashy fighter, bro, but he just did everything right. You know, and yeah. and in my opinion, I mean, it was just like. If you wanted to teach boxing in a professional level to somebody, you would show him tapes of Mikey Garcia, you know, because he was so disciplined and, uh, you know, the way he the way he moved around and the way he landed everything. I mean, was so accurate that I, th- I thought the guy was going to be one of the greats, man. I mean, I remember when there was talks of him pos- possibly fighting uh, Manny Pacquiao at one time. And, you know, you know. That's my boy, Manny Pacquiao, right? Like I'm yeah. gonna text I'm gonna text him right now, see how he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I think I think it's a little late in the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Or, or, a little, started, or a little early, one of those. I'll two. start it off with good morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just in case. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, but you know, I was I was like, Oh, I hope he doesn't fight Manny because he'll tear him up. <laughs> you know, but that's where I had uh ranked Mikey Garcia at one point, man. I thought he was I thought he was gonna be the next star. You know, and and how about you, Ed? I mean, I know you followed him for for a while too. Yeah, bro. I, I might get into a little rant. I might not because the Dodgers <laughs> Dodgers are in the bottom of the ninth inning. With oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> so I'm yeah. kind of like my eyes are on the screen and I'm <laughs> about to yell because they were about to tie it, but Barnes fell Ooh. down round the third base. So, anyways, but yeah, man, Mikey, Mikey Garcia, bro. Um, I'm, I'm with you, bro, as far as the skills and everything, man. You know, at, at one point, he was my favorite fighter to watch. Um, and like you said, you know, if you wanted to teach somebody to, to box, that's the dude that, you know, you would go to as far as fundamentals and everything. He was offensive and aggressive when he needed to. He was defensive at all times. Um, and then I don't know what happened. Um, you know, I think you'll agree at 135, he was a beast, man. At 126. Yeah. 130 he was a beast um and i think i saw i think we saw that fight together at your house bro uh, against juan manuel lopez oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah bro we did. yeah man mm-hmm. we were going crazy in your living yeah. room that day bro yeah um but you know and and i guess it's not going to be a rant because i'm going to go into the negatives quick um, <laughs> there you go. uh you know um just reading different stuff you know uh oh shit sorry they tied it Oh, foul ball. Ah. <laughs> anyway, anyway um, so yeah, uh, word was that, you know, he he only did boxing because he was super good at it. It wasn't really a passion for him. Mm, so, I see. so at some point, you know, especially when um, his time with Tom Frank was coming to an end as far as he had like two years left in his in his contract and even though top rank took him to two three world titles at different world uh, weight classes um he wanted to start cashing out so what i heard is that he he wanted the pacquiao fight of course who doesn't mm-hmm. i'll take the i'll take the pacquiao fight even <laughs> even though he's your boy <laughs> there you go. Um, but uh but yeah i guess the thing was um coming up through the amateurs he could never beat um terence crawford bro that 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 okay. was like his that was his uh, kryptonite right his there. kryptonite okay yeah mm-hmm. um and uh 
so the story goes, he, he pretty much had to go through Crawford to get to Pacquiao. I and, see. And he really didn't, didn't want any, as the young people would say, that, that smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, don't want so, that, you don't want that Bud you know, Crawford smoke? Yeah, bro. So, <laughs> so, you know, but at the same time, he's trying to cash out. He sees, you know, a plan to where, he, you know, maybe he doesn't want to do this anymore. And and he saw Pacquiao ended up uh, writing out his contract with top rank and he left. Um, Mikey Garcia started fighting to get out of his contract and he was uh, finally granted that um, that release. Uh, but he did lose two years out of his career, bro. That the last two years were top rank that he had in his contract. He, he didn't he didn't fight. Yeah. Um, so he ends up at PBC. I'm pretty sure he got good, good money. Um, but he really didn't get the big name or the big check until Errol Spence's name came up. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he was never really a 147-pound fighter, man. His body looked not like a welterweight. Let me just... No, I mean, Spence was towering over him, Yeah, you know? And and and, and that's why, it was, to me, it was like, why is uh, Mikey Garcia even in the ring with him? I actually wanted Mikey Garcia to fight Danny Garcia. Yeah. Yeah, he should have campaigned a little bit more at, at 140, man. Mm-hmm. At, at least while he while he got his body, his strength, and everything right to to properly move up to 147. But like I'm saying, if he didn't have a passion for it, he he's not gonna do it. And then as soon as uh, Errol Spence and PBC need a name, then Mikey Garcia is there. He's smaller. Let's offer him the fight. Let's offer him all this money, and you know we'll, we'll mm-hmm. use him as a, as a stepping stone to yeah. get a. Uh, you know, because even though the casual fans don't know that Garcia is not a 147-pound fighter. No, they just knew know. he was undefeated yeah. and, and uh, you know. Yeah, and he had all these titles before. Yeah. And, and all of that. So, yeah, bro, I guess it, it comes down to passion. And I, mean, I guess it's better to see him go right now where, where he's comfortable instead of, you know, seeing him come in maybe out of shape or – yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, with with boxing, you know, you it's such a dangerous sport. Like, if if he doesn't have that passion, I'm, I mean, it's it's funny to hear that, man, because you know, you and I are giving him praise of of how how good he looked when when he was in his prime, and to know that he's his all of his heart wasn't even in it. I mean, yeah. Can you imagine if it was? <laughs> yeah, bro. And I mean, you when know? when you're starting out, or you're still uh, even your first a couple of titles you still have something to fight for you know you, you still want that big paycheck but i think once he got it that's when he started like hey, you know i'm kind of tapered down and find a way out of this yeah and and ed last last thing on my part for mikey garcia i heard uh he's gonna he's he's training though right with his brother like he's a he's becoming a trainer himself i'm i'm not sure about that at all bro to be oh honest. okay yeah i heard i heard somewhere that uh I guess he's he's working on a stable of fighters that uh, he's been training, so um, it might just be you know following that uh, that Garcia tradition of of training fighters, you know, because yeah, yeah. as we all know, you know, his brother and his father, I mean, they're it's in their blood, man. So oh, they're yeah. they're and probably they, I mean, and they've been at the top level as far as trainers. So yeah, it's not like uh, he's gonna disappear. I think he's gonna. You know, we'll probably see him around in 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 the corners and stuff. You know, and and, yeah. I'll, and tell yeah. where, I'll tell you where I don't want to see him, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see him on Triller, bro. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. And tra- exactly, transitioning yeah. into the next uh, Logan Paul fight. <laughs> oh, I know, right? I know. Uh, bro, I know. Uh, just a quick mention. At least he's fighting uh, former heavyweight champ's son, and we'll see if this dude lands a lucky punch and <laughs> takes him out for all of us. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I... I I, I I hate to say these words, man, but at the end of the day, it's like, like the way I saw Fury back out of this fight again with Paul, mm-hmm. it's like, what's really going on right there, man? Like, you know, uh, there's there's something there. Like, they, maybe this guy's, maybe he would have he would have beat Fury. Fury doesn't want to fight him. Yeah, let, let, let's be clear. We're talking about. No, Tommy, no, yeah, Tommy, Tommy, not, Tommy no, no, Fury, no, no, right? Yeah. Not, not, not talking, not, not the real Fury. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not talking about the one of the greatest heavyweight champions, Tyson yeah. Fury. We're talking about his little, his little brother who you know has dropped out twice uh, to fight uh, Logan Paul. Yeah, um, bro. Or I'm sorry, Jake Paul. So, I, I get them confused. One of those. Dudes. One, one of those guys. Not, not yeah. the one on WWE. The other guy. <laughs> <laughs> but really quick, at two, I wanted to mention. I know we'll probably have a pod hopefully before, but um, later on this month, there's uh, you know, Danny Garcia's fighting um, Benavides, uh, yeah, uh, the Jose Benavides, right? Yep. Um, and and that I'm looking forward to that too. They're both moving up to a new weight class. And then I heard um, that uh, Adrian, the problem Broner, is coming back against Omar Figueroa in August. So uh, with you know with Adrian, the problem Broner, it's always entertainment to see uh, how he's gonna look. And we and we both know that Omar Figueroa doesn't run, so mm-hmm. uh, it's gonna be another interesting fight there for me to see. Yeah, uh, I think it'll definitely be worth watching, um, and we'll see if Broner comes out to box because i mean i don't think you're gonna stand there with figueroa but we'll, we'll see as they get closer uh it's definitely yeah. definitely interesting and the garcia benavides i think is also gonna be good for as long as it lasts yeah um yeah so yeah man um decent decent fights definitely worth worth watching coming up man so yeah we'll, and we'll i i you know i i think in my opinion man i think we've had so far uh a really good year of boxing. Um, yeah, I think uh, there's there's been a little bit of everything. Um, you know, I I can't remember a year where there's been so much activity. You know, um, mm-hmm. uh, that's the first part of the year, man. I felt like there was fights every weekend, and yeah. uh, and so I'm just it's good. It's good to see the the sport, you know, back back in the in the spotlight. And I know there the 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 competition is always USC, but um, at the end of the day, man, there's nothing like a good boxing fight. Yeah, bro. Uh, also, before we head out, man, I want to mention uh, Bam Rodriguez, bro. He beat uh, Sor Rungvasai. Pretty much dominated him, knocked him out, bro. It was an awesome fight for him. Great, great up-and-comer. If you guys don't know about uh, Bam Rodriguez out of uh, San Antonio, definitely uh, look him up, watch some of his fights. Um, he actually stepped in for somebody uh, last minute, and and he took a title from Carlos Cuadras, I believe it was. And oh, okay. Then, yeah, and then uh, and then he ended up fighting uh, Sorong beside uh, this month or last month. And uh, man, kid kid looked great, man. Also uh, nice. from from Robert Garcia stable. Nice, um, nice. I wanted to mention something else, bro. I saw it before we got on. Oh yeah, be looking out for uh, possibly uh, Charlo at the 154 pound division going up against Tim Zhu, Costa Zhu's son. Um, 
it looks like they're finally going to announce that fight. So that's also going to be an interesting one right there. And I'm not just saying it because of the name. Uh, I think Costa Zoo's son is Tim Zoo is a, is a decent fighter, man. So we'll see. We'll see where that leads. Nice. Nice. So it sounds like the second part of the year is uh, shaping up really good, too, for for fights. Um, and, yeah. you know, you just, you know, we're we're I'm always happy to, to join you, man, to talk about them. Awesome, bro. Well, uh, my boy King Rice sent me some tickets, but I misplaced. I misplaced them, bro. So I'm just gonna hang out at the house. <laughs> there you go, there you but, go bro. Yeah. Anything else? Anything else before we head out, bro? No, I think we're good. Um, I think uh, you know it, it's gonna be a, a good weekend, Friday and Saturday. Some some good fights, and uh, don't you know? Don't sleep on the top rank cards. There, uh, although you guys may not be familiar with most of the names, they're they're usually very entertaining prospects to watch. Yep, definitely prospect-wise. And then uh, most of their uh, top-level fights are unification fights. So you want to see champ versus champ, top rank is where it's at. Exactly. Um, before we head out, Dennis, uh, one more time. I know we did it last year. I want to give you a chance to let everybody know about your business again, bro. We have a few listeners that have their own businesses um, over here in Texas, some in California. So let them know, bro. Give them the rundown about everything you do and services you can offer, bro. Definitely, definitely. So the name of the business is Think, Create, and Connect. We are a uh, a marketing firm, which provide uh, creative content for businesses who are looking for a strong online presence. Go ahead and uh, follow us on Instagram or check us out. Uh, it's Think, Create, and Connect, and we'll help you with your online presence strategy. Uh, helping you develop content if you can't develop it we'll develop it for you but as we all know as we talked about it at the beginning of the episode you know social media is a vehicle now of marketing Uh, we mentioned how ryan garcia has been using that to promote his fights Mm -hmm. and the way you the way we tell our clients is you got to think about social media as a new tv you know um, people are always going on their phone to see what's going on with facebook social media um Channels like YouTube, Instagram, things like that, TikTok. I mean, it's all about putting your brand where the most views are, and, and that's what we help uh, uh, businesses do. Definitely, man. So there it is. Um, and, yeah, definitely it is a new TV because people go to social media before they go to the toilet paper too, bro. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for uh, sure, bro. And for, for you guys listening, uh, that's not all that they do. That's the gist of it. But I know back in the pandemic uh, era, uh, era, I'm going to call it era, uh, you, you guys were doing – other stuff like the six feet of separation signs and yeah we so we help uh well anything that has to do with marketing uh you know even if um you need offline stuff which is uh you know a way to uh, reach your clients around you uh mm-hmm. one of the effective things that we've been doing for people is mailers um so this is uh something that you get in your mailbox uh that's mm-hmm. promoting your business um you know you we can have a consultation with you and you can let us know who your target audience is, and we break it down, and, and we kind of help you develop a campaign for it. Awesome, man. So, yeah, think, connect, create on Instagram, probably all social media platforms. Yeah, yeah, we could be found everywhere. Yeah, thanks, Ed, for the shout-out. No doubt, bro. You can also hit Dennis Ramirez on Instagram straight out. Uh, let me know. I can route you guys, forward you guys to them. Um, as far as this episode for this, uh, for this week, bro, thank you for joining me again. Of course. And, uh, hopefully we'll talk soon. Hopefully something really interesting happens and we'll jump on some post fight stuff. Uh, but again, man, thanks again, bro. 
Yeah, for sure, Ed. Always uh, glad to chop it up, man. Uh, you know, we we love to talk about boxing, and so um, if if any of your listeners have uh, uh, some like a fight that is coming up that they they want us to share on, uh, just feel free to let Ed know. You know, we we like to just talk and share our opinion and and our observations because I think you know that's pretty much what we do all the time is talk about boxing. Yep. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, man. So uh, with that, we'll go ahead and say goodbye. Thank you all for listening once again. Check us out previous episodes future episodes edwards the podcast uh puncher's chance edition dennis armidas and edwards out